This is the Game Changers Experience. Deep dive conversations with leading business disruptors, Olympic athletes, celebrities, entrepreneurs, and influencers from around the world. This show will teach you insights about the winning principles in mindset, productivity, marketing, branding, entrepreneurship, business strategy, and more. Hosted by Productivity Authority, business strategist, former elite athlete, author, and public speaker, Adam Strong. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Game Changers Experience with myself, Adam Strong. And today we have another amazing guest here on the show. And, you know, it's interesting because um, we actually, well, our guest for today, which I'll introduce uh, very, very shortly, we actually haven't had a conversation in about six years, but we got reconnected through WhatsApp. Uh, so I'll introduce you to our speaker today. And our speaker for today is the amazing Marie Diamond. Now, if you don't know who Marie is, by the way, she is world-renowned. Uh, and she is a, a, a transformational speaker and coach, uh, author. Uh, she was featured in the movie The Secret, uh, which you may have heard of, which was published. Uh, and the book was published in 2006. And it has sold over 30 million copies. In fact, it's probably more than that since this show. Anyway, <laughs> so we are. it's really interesting because when I... When I thought about getting Marie on the show, I just thought to myself, I'm so excited about not only just catching up with her and seeing what's going down over the last six years or whatever it is, but you guys are going to learn so much about what today is. You're going to learn, you're going to basically, I hope you've got pen and paper handy because we're going to be going through some amazing topics of today. And I know that we could probably pretty much talk all day about the things that she specializes in. But for you guys that don't know who she is, uh, Marie has had has a wealth of knowledge, years and years of knowledge in the uh, topic of quantum physics, spirituality, meditation, um, feng shui. Uh, I probably said that completely incorrectly, by the way. Um, and also things like uh, dowsing as well, and also working in the spiritual world as well. So you know, it's really interesting how we're gonna we, what we're gonna be talking about today is we're gonna be specifically talking about the law of attraction. Now, Marie's done about a million interviews like this. So I thought to myself, I need to make this fun, but also I need to make it challenging as well in a way that's going to help you guys get the most out of today's session. So what are we going to be talking about? We're, Marie's expertise is more around how to attract the law of attraction and how does that correlate to your environment? So that's what we specifically we're going to be uh, focused on. And um, what we're also going to be talking about is we're going to be talking about if you guys have been applying some of the principles of the law of attraction and maybe haven't quite grasped or haven't attracted what you want, what you've been manifesting, hasn't correlated to the results that you're trying to achieve. We talk about law of attraction, manifestation. We've been talking a little bit about how to, uh, we've been talking about energy because I'm big into energy. Uh, and we're also going to be talking a little bit about what you guys need to look for in terms of what do you need to look for in terms of being able to create that right environment to manifest and attract that law of attraction. So formalities done. OK, so before we get started, by the way, we are live on LinkedIn, YouTube and on Facebook. OK, 
And um, I always, I'm really, I, I like to make sure that we, we, we stay on point here, okay? If you're listening to us live, use the hashtag live, use the hashtag replay, okay? So that's important. Um, and if you have any specific types of questions, because this is a live interactive session, uh, feel free to make any uh, comments in the comments below. And if you're listening to our podcast, of course, we will put all of the uh, show notes below and any key description and social media links to Marie's uh, social media links so that you can get in contact with her and her and her team. So formalities done. I'm excited about today. Let's bring the main lady on the show. Marie, welcome to the show. Hello, and I'm so excited to be here again. Beautiful. How are you? I'm great, actually. I am in my hometown in Bruges in Belgium after a, a tour of speaking engagements for the last month. So happy to be here, also on holiday, because that's not where I live. Amazing Absolutely. to be here. And it's August as well, because it's kind of like holiday mode session, you know yes. what I mean? So I get it. So that's all good. You know, I was actually spe uh, thinking about this the other day, Brie, right? So it's interesting. I was going back to when we first met. So for you guys that uh, would give you guys some context, right? This was six years ago, right? Again, depending on when you're listening to this uh, episode, it was six years ago. Me and Marie, me and Marie met in Albania, one of all countries in the world, but Albania, right? Do you remember yeah. that, Marie? And we um, we were speaking at the same event, right? And then we get in the same taxi together because we ended up landing at the same time. And then we just headed off, right? Do you remember that? I do, yeah. That was so. That was such an. Oh, that was such an experience. I mean, that was a. That was a great event. I mean, it was six years ago, but things have really moved on for probably well, definitely for yourself, but also for the both of us. So. Um, but yeah, uh, that's kind of how it how it all started, didn't it? It did. You know, sometimes you don't know how the universe works and who sits with you in the taxi, right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But you know, it, I mean, you know, just kind of getting the ball rolling and stuff. I, I mean, I know that you, you know, I, I admire your work because obviously we hang out in similar circles. Uh, you know, I'm good friends with Dr. John Dean Martini and Jack Canfield, and they're good friends of yours as well. So we share that in the same circles. But I'd love to know, like, over the last six years, what, I mean, what, what, what is, uh, what, what's changed for you? Is there anything that's changed for you? Or are you just continuing to, to work and do what you do best? Well, I think, you know, many things have changed in the sense that even the work has spread even more. And that, um, you know, the beginning of the year, I decided, you know, we are always in the circles of self-help, of the law of attraction, meditation, spiritual work, my focus. And, you know, it's really happening. Um, I just uh, done a deal with Peacock. Uh, streaming service in America uh, on NBC, where I do a Feng Shui Your Life program, um, kind of a, a makeover, coming into people's homes, talking about the law of attraction, their goals that they have been blocked or stopped with, um, and how they can move forward. And that goes in the fall. Um, I also have a program on PBS that is going to show uh, next year. And I have, this year alone, um, I did five global bestsellers because I started my own publishing company. So I, I hit five times number one. Um, and I have a, a book coming out with Hay House this year. So 
what is what is actually I, I've been continuing, but at the same time, I felt like, you know, you sometimes need to make a decision and you need to make an intention to up your game. So I felt mm-hmm. like I had reached so much. I've spoken on all the major platforms, and I thought, like, what's the next thing? And I said, so that everybody has access to this information, not just the niche of people that we're both part of, but really going to the next level. So I made that decision. I put that intention out. And, you know, it's just flowing. So I'm super excited. Love it. Love it. Love it. This is fantastic. You know, I, you know there's one thing that I love uh, about that. There was a couple of things I picked up from that conversation. The first thing that you said about the the tv show that you're launching because it kind of reminds me of um you ever watch those programs uh like diy sos you go in they do like a massive house refurbishment right but in your case you're kind of like not refurbishing the house like in externally but you're you're refurbishing the house energetically does that make sense it's kind of like you're upgrading that right yeah yeah that's which i think is is fantastic is that we don't really buy new stuff, uh, you know, per se. We just, you know, what it has been doing to you um, and then changing it. Like, you know, a woman wanted to have romance and literally she has over her headboard an image of taxis in New York running over her head. And Mm -hmm. I said to her, you're never sleeping. And she said, oh, I had such a hard time sleeping. And I said, to be honest, you know, you have a picture of New York over you with the taxis driving 24 hours a night, and they that's a city that never sleeps, but it's also a city, it's busy all the time. How can you come to peace and find romance? So she changed that around, and literally within a month, she had four a new, um, you know, wonderful romantic relationships uh, that were, uh, you know, given to her, and she was like, oh I now I have a choice so <laughs> it was just really interesting it's just like being aware of what we are putting out we're going to talk about that for sure and so I thought that you know this was just a random woman in a random house in New York uh, in sorry Los Angeles having that image from New York over her and I also said you know you're also want to attract romance from New York I mean literally mm-hmm. you're from LA so it's just like this whole experience, and she's like, you know what? It's really interesting. So much wonderful things have happened within a month, but we are just not aware of what is around us. And without refurbishing, like, I mean, she didn't buy a new poster, of course, but these are small expenses and using already what you have, just add something to it. I mean, she literally had to spend $100 extra. So it's not like a home makeover thing, right? It's an energy right. makeover. Absolutely. Love that. Love that. Love that. Yeah, that, that, that's a, it's a really good point, actually. And for you guys that are listening in on the podcast, um, if you don't know uh, what Marie's actually worked with billionaires, celebrities, A-listers, Hollywood stars, and, you know, the list kind of goes on. Um, was that, By the way, I, I know that, you know, because you've been doing this for, for quite some time, was there, was there anyone in particular that you found, I wouldn't say challenging, but very curious you know out of all of the ones that you work with that you thought oh well, this this is a curious person and and you know, they were curious because of a, a number of reasons because of maybe it was an energy that you hadn't encountered or hadn't kind of like I don't know an environment that you you, you hadn't encountered in for a long time was there anyone anything that kind of cropped to mind 
Well, there are like two that pop up right now, but I'm going to choose one. It's actually Dan Aykroyd, the actor. You know, he was the Ghostbuster, mm. right? Right. Um, of uh, all these, and you know, famous producer, director, uh, amazing man, by the way. And um, so I literally came into her his house, and his house is very disturbing energy. Um, I mean, I really had a hard time energetically. And I told him, look, you know, uh, Dan, Dan I, have you ever ghost busted your own house? And he was like, no, I haven't. <laughs> and I said, well, we need to clear some of the energy because it was like really disturbing energy. And so I, I, I said a few things. I said, oh, my God, that's exactly what's going on. I said, well, the energy is just not right here. And so we changed some things. But I was like, he, he called me, oh, Marie, you, you can call yourself now the Ghostbuster of the Ghostbuster. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it, love it, love it. So funny. That's a, that's a, that's a really good story. Um, I have to ask you, actually, because, I mean, The Secret, you know, the movie and, and the book, which came out the same year, I mean, that was a phenomenal, you know, phenomenal uh, book and stuff like that. How did... Um, yeah. You know, for, for, for someone that, I mean, you were the only European person within that book and, yeah. and movie and whatever it is. How did you, how did you use the law of attraction to attract that opportunity? Because, I mean, that was, that was a phenomenal, you know, that was phenomenal. That, was a, that wasn't just a bestseller. I mean, it was, it, you know, everyone knows about the secret in the personal development arena. But how, how did you, how did, how did that go about? Well, you know, like I said, I'm the only European, so that in itself is really extraordinary. But um, right. I, I moved to America like a year before, and I, I put in my, I made a vision board. And mm -hmm. I put on my vision board a little post-it note, a yellow post-it note, actually, uh, and put on, I'm going to be in a movie seen by millions of people that will transform the world. And I put it on there, and I also put... It in my success direction. So for feng shui, um, we talk about there's a best place in your environment based on your birthday that is for you the strongest. But for me, it's southwest. For somebody else, it can be something else. We'll talk about that later. But uh, I put in the southwest, and I put a fake Oscar on it. I put my name, Marie Diamond, on that Oscar. And so every day, I would kind of look at Oscar and say, hi, Oscar, how are you? I would read I would read my goal because it's very important to keep keep reminding yourself of it. Yeah. And so within a month, I had my first Oscar-winning client. So far, we have I have more than twenty million, uh, twenty uh, Oscar-winning clients, and um, and within a few months, I attracted clients like Jack Canfield, Bob Proctor, Marion Williamson, John Gray, and they all led me to the Transformation Leadership Council, where I was invited as a guest um, mm -hmm. to. Speak and to be part of and that's where the film The Secret was filmed and that all happened in a couple of years that literally the, the ball started rolling the moment I put my intention out now I had no idea that I would ever be able to be in a movie as myself you know I mm. could think of actress or uh, you know a, a, fig a figure role or something but in, at that time such a movies did not exist you have to understand mm. those totally new and um, so yeah, I became, based on that, part of uh, being interviewed in that Transformation Leadership Council. Rhonda Byrne came there to interview some of the people. And, you know, she loved so much my part of it, where I talked about 
how the environment, the images that are around you are affecting your subconscious mind. And she loved the story and she put it in there. And, you know, later on, when a lot of other very famous uh, self-help speakers asked me, but Marie, why are you in this movie? And I told them, well, is it on your vision board? It was definitely on mine. <laughs> <laughs> love it. That's a great story. I love it. It's very, it's, it's, it, it, you know, it's interesting. I mean, some some people, when they, when they look at it from the outset, which are not... Um, I wouldn't say they're not open to the law of attraction, but they're, you know, they're kind of skeptical. We'll talk about skeptical, skeptical mindsets, you know, and the whole kind of law of attraction in, 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 a, in a later. But, you know, I'm really fascinated going back to what you were talking about with Dan Aykroyd, for example, and you're talking about <laughs> the spooky environment, if you like. Um, but for those that are listening in, we've got, you know, listeners in over 52 countries. What, from your perspective, in an expert in what you do, what affects the energy of an environment that prevents that law of attraction? What, what is the disconnect and the connect? Like, what are you looking for as an expert in terms of those energies? What are you feeling for within the environment? And what should our audience be look, looking for as well? Well, you know, what I've experienced um, since I was, you know, um, in my 20s, I understood that, um, you know, you can set a goal, but mm. your goal is to manifest and you need to connect with that goal. Now, we say literally fake it till you make it, but it also means that you have to keep the intention going around you that you have set out in your mind. And so the environment is a reminder and it needs to be aligned with the goals that you have. So what I understood when I started studying feng shui with my feng shui grandmaster was that, you know, literally, if you um, have a goal and you have an idea, but everything around you is telling a different story, it actually is going to stop you because subconsciously you're, you're, you're reading everything around you. So if you're, for example, you, you want success in your life and you have everything around you is chaos, yeah, because there's clutter everywhere, then don't be surprised that what do your energy sees is clutter, is chaos, and not mm. success. So if you have images around you that tell a different story of success, uh, for example, I remember this one uh, man and he loved um, images of cacti and deserts. I mean, let's be honest, who gets money in the desert? Nobody has. <laughs> so it's like everywhere around you, even on his screensaver, he has this image. So you have to look at you need to have images of other successful people. You have to have images of lush, blooming energy. You have images of uh, books on success that are somewhere around you. So it's like your environment is affecting you. And I tell people it affects you nonstop, 24 hours, day and night, in your bedroom, in your living room, in your uh, workspace, probably not in your kitchen, but it's all where you are the most of the time. And if that is not aligned with what you want, and so feng shui is actually the energy system that for thousands of years already exists, but that only in the last 30, 40 years came to, to Europe and to America, where we mm. become aware how the energy works in your environment. And so when I, I started understanding that from my feng shui master, he said, one third of our results of our goals is in our environment. It's not 1%. Mm. People say, mm. if I could change 1%, 
you have a big uh, outcome of and of change. But 33%, that is massive. And it's so easy to change. It's not something you need to have discipline about. It's not something you have to do over and over every day. It's something you just need to know a few rules that I gladly share with you. And when mm. you do the rules and you start with it, it's like this massive change. That is why since now, I would say, since The Secret came out, I helped the people from The Secret that were stuck with The Secret, didn't move forward, till I started implementing this very simple principles. People like Jack Canfield, you know, John Gray, uh, Bob, the late Bob Proctor, um, and so many others in the self-help, the top speakers and teachers, they literally, when they're stuck, guess who they go to? Not their coach or their mentor only, they also go to me and ask, can you check the space? Because something is off and I just, I'm hitting a ceiling. What is it? And the ceiling is most of the time your environment that tells a different story. Mm. Now, it, you also talk about, interestingly enough, you also talk about the importance of color in, in the environment as well. How does that correlate to, I mean, how does co color correlate to the environment and, you know, manifesting and attracting the law of action as well? Yes, so you know, color is a color is a vibrational energy, and so something we see, and we're very visual as human beings. Mm -hmm. So there are certain colors that are very good for success. So, for example, uh, gold is the um, success color for money because it stands for abundance, and that's for everyone. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. if you, for example, on your desk put some gold-looking items. It doesn't have to be real gold, right? Or our subconscious mind doesn't make a real difference between real and, and not real in colors. And so you just put like some symbols out there or when you enter your home, you have like a gold-looking face or, you know, a little golden statue, something that looks gold. Our subconscious mind says, I'm open to abundance, yeah? Mm. Um, and so you can also work with uh, blue, like a beautiful royal blue color. Mm -hmm. Royal blue mm -hmm. stands for success also, for empowerment, for reaching the top level in your career. So you will, for example, some men, they wear a, a royal blue tie, or it can be something, uh, it doesn't have to be everything, but just a few little things for women, like uh, earrings or something. It just gives subconsciously the message to other people, hey, this is a successful person. And then there's also certain places where you put that royal blue. Now, depending on your birthday, there are other colors that are strong. And so you can actually um, check out, if you want, the free Mary Diamond app where uh, you click in, um, it's, you put in Mary Diamond and you will see it showing up. And it's called the energy number. And you put in your profile. Uh, and that means that you will put in your birthday and your birth gender, and it will calculate, and you will get to a certain number. And so the number for me, it's five. I don't know if you know your number, Adam. I I, I failed to check, uh, I, but I will be checking directly afterwards, 100%. Okay. okay, wonderful. And then you will see, you will ha have a little compass, yeah? So yep. if you look at my success direction is southwest, and when you mm. see the colors around... Yeah, the compass, you will see some colors. So my colors are kind of pink. So I will always try to wear something in pink, even if it's just pink nails. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of <laughs> harder for some people, but it's just like you can wear some colors that really work for you. Or 
what's important is in your success direction, so you take your compass, you hold the compass, and look in your success direction of your living room, your bedroom, your workspace, and then you have to put some color that is related with that. Or other items, like in my success direction, literally I just went, I'm in an Airbnb right now here in my hometown because I don't have a home anymore here. Um, so I'm here gone already more than 22 <laughs> years. But in the Airbnb, immediately I look for what is my success direction in the living room. Mm -hmm. So that's Southwest. So I put immediately books there for me. Other items that I have with me that are symbolizing success. So I always put things in place even if I'm just on the road, yeah, even if it's in a hotel room, I put always something that symbolizes that. Now, of course, the, the app will help you to go for free through some videos to understand what steps you have to take. And these are the steps that literally my celebrity clients made thousands of dollars for, right, to get this. And I give that available for free for you today. Love it. Love it. There's some really good stuff. We actually covered a lot of groundwork in that. And, uh, you know, I never really understood um, <clears throat> Feng Shui and, you know, I mean, you really um, it helped me understand more and, and our listeners, actually. And you've given us some great examples, not just through books and colors and paintings and, you know, and what you're saying, Marie, is that it, 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 it influences or triggers our subconscious mind to attract that law of attraction, right? Yes, correct. So, you know, we are just not aware of it sometimes, right? But we're mm. coming into mm. the space and we sometimes feel it. Like some people are very sensitive and they're coming in and they're like, oh, I don't like the space. And they don't stay mm. there long. And then other places, you just love hanging out. You have no idea why, but it's actually the feng shui. And feng shui means wind and water. So it's a flow mm. of energy, right? And you're like, oh, what? oh how I feel here is great. But, you know, you can actually direct that flow of energy by certain principles. And once you know the principles, how they apply to you personally, based on your birthday, life starts shifting. And I think that's why I have become so popular, if you can say that, or so renowned, because a lot of people were, you know, really having issues with the secret, with the law of attraction. And more and more people start seeing, but they have been doing all the amazing mindset with a lot of wonderful pictures but they forgot the environment that has a mindset of its own or it creates a mindset of its own. Mm. And so that is actually what can be changed. And I say 50% of the teachers in the, in the secret who are top masters in the law of attraction, use me to consult them. Then guess what you should do and this do and explore this information. You know, it's interesting because when I think about not just the environment, I also think of, I mean, does that environment also um also in, also include the people that you hang out with as well would that also include that as well it does of course but that's more uh, what affects your behavior yeah so mm -hmm. um it's like when you hang out with people i mean literally i just came back from being part of the transformation leadership council where a lot of people from the secret are also part of. And that's yeah. like a mastermind group. And we hang out every year, 10 days together. Cool. And nice. of course, just hanging out, just talking, having dinner, uh, having a party, you know, being in that vibration will affect your behavior. So it will, this is another kind of environment. I call it your human environment. Yeah. Mm. It's not a physical environment. So I always say to people, become aware. And this is some very famous quote of, 
also Jack Enfield shares that over and over again. It's like, who are the five people that you uh, call the most? So you're talking the most with, are these people that you want to be like? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so important to have a mentor that is successful, to have a successful coach, if you, uh, to be part of a, um, I would say, um, a mastermind or an organization that is is really focused on going to the next level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perhaps your friends are wonderful to hang out with, but do they encourage you? Do they empower you to go to the next level of your journey? And that is ultimately what you also need to have. Now, you can still hang out with your friends, but don't forget, they are not always the ones that encourage you. Mm, true, true, very true. Yeah. Love that, love that. Now, I, I, there's something kind of buzzing in the back of my mind, and I'm going to share what that is, right? So for the skeptics out that are out there, some people that criticize the law of attraction more than anything else, because there's claims that it's, I don't know, unwishful thinking or it's kind of like wishy-washy magical thoughts without yeah. scientific basis. How do you respond to such skepticism and um, and people that have kind of, I wouldn't say a negative mindset because they don't necessarily have a negative mindset. But they might just have a slightly different opinion of yours. How do you deal with that situation? Well, you know, I say to people, you know, it's um, it's something you can try, you know, just give mm. it a try at least, yeah, and see how gratitude can change your mind. Now, you know, part of law of attraction is also being grateful for what you already have, not just True. for the wish you have in the future. So, you know, gratitude has been seen more and more um, into studies, what an effect it has on the well-being of somebody, right? Mm. Having a positive mindset can never really harm you. Right, it can only do good for you, right? And so, um, so many studies have been done over the last 20 years since the secret came out how it affects the health, well being of people. And I said, you know, if you have a choice between being happy and being positive, even if perhaps it doesn't manifest things for you, at least you're a very pleasant person to be around and you'll be better for yourself. So, if you can change that already and see the impact of that for yourself and others, hey, that's great. If on top of it, you're also creating some positive changes mm -hmm. that are happening, well, that's a bonus. That's a plus point that you can have. And of course, you know, some people are saying, well, I don't believe in all this. And said, look, you know, I come from being a lawyer in uh, Belgium, right? Gone through all my ups and downs in my life. And because I had that too, to become one of the top speakers on this subject in the world. I mean, of course, I have a certain intelligence. I am sure of that. But I also, some people say, you have a lot of good luck. No, no, no. I create that good luck. Yeah. That good luck is created by my mindset, by my feng shui, by being positive, by being lovely to people, by showing up each time when people ask me for an interview or they come to me, uh, you know, like even yesterday I'm, I'm in the train from Brussels and somebody comes up to me and said, may I ask you, um, are you, are you from the secret? And I said, I said, yes, of course I am. And this person, oh my God, my God. I said, hey, take a, let's take a selfie. But I said, hey, I have an hour of time. Please sit down, you know, let's talk. So I show up since I know this information every day. So is that my good luck or is it the word action that is in the law of attraction? 
Love that. Love that. Love that. Love that. There's some re- real good, um, real good thought processes there. And I, I, I think you're dropping some amazing value bombs because I've got my book in front of me and I'm like writing ferociously, by the way, for you guys that are uh, listening in. And for you guys that are listening in live, feel free to uh, put any questions in the, in, in the comment section below, of course. And if you're listening on the podcast and you have a question that you want to ask Marie, okay, feel free to reach out to her over on her social media and her team will put her in, put you guys in contact, and she'll be more than happy to answer your question if need be. Um, interestingly enough, and as we're kind of on this subject of uh, manifestation and stuff, now there are people, as we know, um, that have. I would say that they've used the law of attraction, or they've tried to manifest what is it that they truly desire in life. However, they haven't seen significant results for whatever reason, right? For whatever reason, Marie, okay? What would, what advice would you have for those people that are trying to manifest their desires and they're kind of like, it's not that they're negative, but they're kind of lagging a little bit. They're maybe kind of creating, I don't know, a nagging in the back of their mind or their critic or whatever it is, you know, in order to, you know, accelerate that a little bit. But if you got any advice for people that have, have been there, done that, and maybe kind of on the on the fence about if, if this stuff is really working for them? Well, first of all, I understand, yeah, because I've been there too, right? So I think everybody that's working with the law of attraction has been there too. But, you know, one of the things I have learned is that you need to practice it every day, not just once in a while, writing down your goals and then do a little bit of action or study something. It's like it becomes like part of your life. And when you do it every day and it's like building up a muscle, it's a law of attraction muscle. Yeah. And you start seeing a few little small changes like could be that you're like, oh, I got that parking space that I always wanted. Or I was thinking about somebody and that person sends me an email. So the moment you start moving forward with it and just be open to it. I mean, that's the first step. You know, if you're like, I want to try this, but I'm really closing myself off for the results, then it doesn't work. You have to open yourself for it too. And open is uh, also using the gratitude. Like, be grateful. Like, even just... Be grateful for Adam that he, he he talks here, has his podcast or his YouTube channel. Like each time you listen, don't say, oh, I'm listening with a critical uh, ear, but just listen with a, a warm heart. Yeah. Listen with like a, a warm feeling towards Adam and the, the people that are coming in. I think too many times people are closing themselves off and, and they don't even know. But that means they're also closing themselves off to the flow of energy that is wanting to come. But you have to put things out and then you have to be open to receive it. Because a lot mm. of times people, I feel they are wanting something, but they're actually still closing themselves off. So a good step I would suggest for them is to get a little journal and start writing every day, could be in the morning, could be in the evening, some five things you're grateful for. And you can, in the beginning, just perhaps you say, I have nothing to be grateful for. Hey, you're alive. I remember when I became uh, alive again after a near-death experience and being run over by a truck and being very badly wounded. I just, my only gratitude I had at that time was, 
I am grateful I am alive. I'm grateful that, you know, somebody was able to revive me. I'm grateful for all the nurses and doctors that have been helping me. I'm grateful for my parents that are sitting next to my bed. I had nothing else to be grateful for, to be honest. <laughs> so it's just like there's always something. So don't tell me you have nothing. So perhaps you say you have no money. Well, perhaps you are still grateful to the fact that you have, a, um, you know, a roof over your head or you have the clothes on that, you know. So there's always something that you can be grateful for. So, But keep practicing that every day. You know, love attraction, that's perhaps what didn't show up enough in The Secret, is it is a practice. It's something that you need to repeat all the time because this was, like, made for making people aware of it, make people awake on, on this subject. But I'm sure if this would be made now, perhaps more information would be given because we're 20 years further. But if you see that millions of people and more than 30 million people, I think it's more than 40 now, have a, a bought a book, more than 500 million people have seen the movie or listened to the audio. So if all these people are doing that, I'm sure some have results because otherwise they would not listen to it or passing it on. So why don't you just give it an honest try, but keep practicing gratitude on top of it. And I'm sure some things will start opening up. Perhaps not the biggest things, perhaps the smallest things first, but the more you, you now big things happen for me, but you know, it also started with small things for me. Love that. Some good stuff, that. Some really juicy stuff, that. Really, really cool. Um, you know, um, <clears throat> what I was going to say to you as well, you talked a lot about, just uh, earlier on, actually, you talked a little bit about being positive, Marie, okay? But being human, we're all human, of course, is that we all have our bad days, including you, including me, right? It's only a human thing. When you see yourself falling down that rabbit hole of whatever you want to call it, discouragement, negativity, or whatever it is, um, and because you're human, how do you make yourself aware of that situation or, or day or whatever it might be? And how do you get yourself out of it? Yeah. Yeah, of course, there are not such a many bad days anymore because I have practiced that. You know, I've mastered that energy. But for people, um, I would definitely suggest um, to look at the end of the day, look back at your day, and mm. and to say that okay, there was some bad day, right? <laughs> some some shit happened. Let's be honest, right? <laughs> so, um, and to say like yes, but you know, um, I am so grateful for what happened today, because it taught me to be. Um, to change some things in my life. I cannot keep going the way I am, right? So perhaps I need to change some behaviors, some techniques, and then do some prayer or do some affirmation or do some meditation, even if you want to. And there's so much available for free. So don't tell me it's all cost you something. You even have a very beautiful meditation called the Tubes of Light Meditation that hundreds of thousands of people do every day it's for free on the app so don't say me you have to pay me right it's there a five minute thing right and so what it does it helps you each time to get back into the groove of positive energy now inherent as a human being we are going to choose naturally for the negative side of life yeah so we need to create every day a positive choice 
uh, a choice towards positivity. And that's a choice and intention that is, is really sometimes hard. And But then, you know, make sure you can call someone. Hey, you have so much resources right now. Listen again to a podcast of Adam. Right, or YouTube, or go to some of my information on social media. There, and there's so many available. Right now, I would say there is no way you cannot turn negative into positive thinking because you have so many resources. When I started, there was just no resources for it, right? But right now, you do have, even if you take a journal, you start writing it off from you. But also, another important part is let go of that difficult day by saying, literally, I let go. You know, it was not great, but I let it go. Tomorrow is a new day, yeah? And perhaps you need to do some forgiveness, like saying, I forgive myself for this bad day, right? That I attracted this, that things went wrong. I forgive myself for my negative thoughts and my negative feelings and my bad actions of today. The power of forgiveness helps you to let go of it too. So is it easy? No, I'm not going to tell you it's easy, but practice helps you to master these negative days so that more positive days will come on top and only once in a while a negative day will happen. Love it, love it, love it. Some really sound advice in there, ladies and gents, it really is. Um, And I I think you need to really relist, go back, stop this, rewind this back to the beginning of the podcast if you listen to it on the podcast and really hone down on what Marie is actually teaching you guys more than anything else. So I think that's really, really um, uh, important more specifically. Um, so yeah, it's really, really good. I mean, listen, we, we, we could talk practically all day about feng shui and environment, the law of attraction, because it's such a, um, I was going to say topical topic, if you want to call it that, um, you know, and we're all destined to want success. We're all destined to want, uh, you know, better relationships, better health, better sex life, whatever it is that you desire, you can attract what you attract, right? You can, you can really focus on what you want. That's why we write down goals. We write down intentions because what you need, Adam, right now in your life or desire is different than what I need and, and look for in my life also. So your life is so unique. And so perhaps you need to create your own little unique set of tools and resources. And that's why we, you know, we have so much wonderful t- uh, teachers and um, and people around. And you need to sometimes find a person that really relates with you and resonates with you to keep going with it. Yeah. And so that's why I'm so excited for these times because we do have all the resources for it right now. I agree. You know, it's interesting because I know we're we're kind of coming towards the end of our end of our conversation, but they're, you know, when we talk about the secret, and they're saying that I wasn't going to pick up from your conversation when you were speaking about uh, Jack Canfield and and Rob Proctor and so forth about you, you know, about them seeking you out, for example. Um, in the secret, and this this is no criticism of the secret, by the way, um, from the people that have read it or watched the movie. And that maybe have not got the desired results that they thought that they might have got from from reading the book or watching the movie. From your perspective, what do you think it maybe lacks in terms of what people desire? Um, and what what have you found from conversations with those individuals 
because you're saying it's generally about people's environment, but is there anything else that's missing as part of the jigsaw puzzle when it comes to attracting that law of attraction from your perspective? Well, you know, I, I looked at it again lately and um, around the burn was to set something in motion, right? To mm -hmm. open up the conversation about this old secret you know, that, you know, people in the top level of society were aware of and to make it more common ground for everyone. And I think from that perspective, I would not change anything that was said there that was in the book because it was a beginning of the conversation. And that's why she also never rewrote or made the secret number two or read or made another book of the secret number two. I mean, she wrote other books, but um, the whole point is that, and that's what she said, like for the beginning, that was the ideal step because then you can go to all the teachers. And of course, every teacher would like to add something. Hey, I would like to have a little bit more about feng shui in it and Jack Canfield perhaps more about goal setting. But, you know, this was like for these 24 teachers, the, the perfect uh, combination to get people going, to open their minds and their hearts to this information. And so from that perspective, I would not change it. But it is a start, yeah? And for some people, it was like, oh, this is an eye-opener. For some people, they were like, oh, I've used this all my life. I was just not aware it was a secret or it was called the law of attraction. So when I look back and I, you know, I remember a few years ago, I was speaking at a big event in East Europe and it was for 600 women. And I asked the women, all the hands went up except four. So how could I, you know, have ever thought that this little movie that was made, because it was a little movie at that time, there was no marketing budget, right? It just was, it started and we just spread it by saying to other people, hey, this little movie, we told our own students and clients about it. And now such a, um, uh, you know, a ripple effect it has made that even people, I mean, literally in all countries, there are 190 and six and more countries that have the secret. There, it's translated in more than 40 languages. Now, if there, it's not working, then the secret would not be working, yeah? So it would not have been spread. But mm -hmm. also it means that there's a need for it for people to wake up and to find something, to, uh, to try something out. So from that perspective, I would say the success of the secret is the proof that the secret works. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Some very cool stuff. Um, just a final thought as well. I know that you've already mentioned at the very beginning of the things that's coming out for you and stuff, but are there any, are there any up and coming projects that you're excited about apart from the, the you know, potentially a new uh, show in the autumn, which we're excited about to hear and stuff like that. Is there anything else that you're working on with, that you'd love to share with our audience? Well, I would say for the moment, please go to Amazon. And there are several books that were published today, uh, you know, in, in the last year to help you to get to the next level with this. Um, and yes, uh, we also have a book uh, series called Global Conscious Entrepreneurs, where I bring actually several entrepreneurs together to talk about the conscious journey, the journey, how they use the law of attraction, how they use 
positive uh, energy to change their life as entrepreneurs because I think a lot of people think that doesn't even relate with business. So you can check this out and a new uh, book on that series is coming out too. So check all this out. Just put in Marie Diamond on Amazon and you will see all the books there. Perfect. Sounds good. Well, listen, first of all, I just wanted to say thank you so much for sharing um, sharing a bit of time with me and Hopefully, you guys that have been listening in attentively have, uh, have got a lot of value bombs from today's uh, show with Marie and stuff like that. So, Marie, I just want to say thank you so much. I want to share my gratitude and appreciation to you. Thank you. Thank you, Adam, for allowing me to come on board again. And so, yeah, I hope that uh, people uh, download apps, start the process of bringing feng shui into their environment. And... Um, yeah, hope to see you soon um, again, perhaps in our next taxi ride. Absolutely. So for you guys that are listening in, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Do me a favor. If you have enjoyed today's show, give us a one or a five-star review over on Apple or on Spotify. I would greatly appreciate it, and so would Marie. Make sure that you go to her YouTube channel, right? I kid you not, there is an abundance of resources on there, which you're going to find absolutely fundamental in your uh, desire in attracting more of the law of attraction in your life. So listen, from me and Marie, I hope you've enjoyed today's show. Thank you so much for listening in and hopefully we'll see you guys on the next Game Changers Experience podcast show. Take care and we'll see you soon. Thanks everyone. Cheers.